the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. There is nowhere I'd rather be. Do I say that every night? You know what? I mean it every night. I truly do. Glad to be with you guys tonight. This is the Andrea K Show. I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. And let me tell you, there's a whole lot of hype going on surrounding January 6th when that has absolutely no importance to the majority of Americans. We're going to get to what does matter tonight, including the truth that was finally revealed about what happened in a hallway in an elementary school and actually what happened before people, police stood in a hallway in an elementary school while children were killed. We're going to talk about that tonight because there's breaking news coming out of Uvalde. We've also got what's not breaking news or what shouldn't be breaking news to many people out there is that America is truly... uh, I don't want to be hyperbolic because I do bust through the hype and the hyperbole, but I think we can all agree that the situation in America is not trending in the right direction. And some people would say that we're actually in the death throes. Some people could would say that we're on life support. Some people would say we're in the emergency room. Wherever we are, it ain't good and we need some serious rehab. Scott Powell will be here, author of the book Rediscovering America, because he's got a, some ideas, four steps that he thinks that if we take that if we take them that we can save this country from going over the cliff that he says that we in his mind I believe that he does think we're in the death row so you're going to want to stay tuned for that because the days are long gone in which we just get to come in the studio and have fun and while we talk about the issues the time has come for us to get active and speaking of active there's actually going to be a march for life here in california tomorrow and the president of the council for the i want to make sure i get it right the council for the california family council will be here later on in the show to tell you guys all the details that you need to know about the march for life Everybody's sitting on the edge of their seat. Speaking of being on the edge, what is the Supreme Court going to do about Roe? Everybody's looking at them. And while they should have put it out a while back, they should have put it out, made their final decision the day the leak, uh, the draft was leaked. Um, they are dragging their feet, but it could come at any time. So those are just a few of the topics we're going to get to tonight. We hope we hear from you as well. 888-344-1170. I ain't giving out a gift card tonight. Is that what you were thinking, my man, in there? Let me bring in my brother from another mother. It's DJ Potato Skins. Say what? Mm-hmm. Is that all you got to That's say? That's all I got. That's all you got tonight? <laughs> I don't get a gift card. That's all I got. That's all you got. 
Maybe that's how you got tonight because you've been in the movie theaters like nonstop. See, yeah, I gotta your go favorite for my movie. fifth time right now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick calls. <laughs> um, nine hundred million, baby. Yeah, and counting. Nine hundred million and counting. You know, um, who else? Who else out there has seen the movie as many times as, as Skins? I ask you. That's one of the things that I want to know tonight. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Listen, I know we are not um, streaming on Facebook Live tonight. Obviously, if you're listening to me, it's not on Facebook Live. Um, and if you usually watch on Facebook Live and you're listening on the stream, theanswersandiego.com, uh, we'll try to get that back for you tomorrow night. No real excuses except the fact that my iPad died on me. I ain't got that. I, I got nothing else. Okay. Um, speaking of excuses. We've been hearing nothing but excuses coming out of these police and Uvalde. Either it was initially excuses, which is why, you know, when people are lying, it's very difficult for most people to keep their lies straight, right? And it was pretty clear early on that there was some lying going on coming out of Uvalde with the city and with the police. And then, of course, they went they went quiet. They went dark on us and didn't release any information. We haven't even been getting information about who the shooter was and getting answers as to how this 18-year-old just out of the blue gets all this money, right, and and, and shows up with these guns. So they've been clearly trying to hide the truth. And, of course, the Democrat Party and the Biden administration and the squishies on the right are happy to have that be ignored because then they can all join together and try to exploit these dead children to get our guns, which evidently has passed. We had the John Cornyns of the of the right join together and come together today. Coincidentally, today, when the actual truth was revealed, thanks to the head of the, the Texas Department of Public Service, revealed the receipts today. He laid it out as to what truly happened in Texas. And quite frankly, there's not a one of them down there that should have a job tonight. Let me start. With the truth of, of of all the failures, one of the things that was was I was questioning about was what did they know about the shooter beforehand? Because we know in Parkland, okay, this is all supposed to be about when are we going to finally have enough lessons learned? Didn't we learn enough from Parkland? Therefore, the answer should be gun control. What we should have learned from Parkland was when you see red flags about some crazy, creepy, or appearing to be crazy, creepy, um, kooky person particularly ones with a background in violence, you do something about it. We're finding out today, according to a Texas official, this Uvalde shooter had a history of abhorrent, quote, abhorrent behavior that went unchecked for months. In fact, uh, 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 reportedly, this dude was well known around the community for walking around with a bag of dead cats. A bag of dead cats, which any of you who are familiar with how, you know, um, the history of serial killers in this country and mass murderers of any kind, uh, animal abuse is just a red flag to somebody who's eventually going to start slaughtering people. This uh, this Texas Department of uh, this Texas official who did a lot of interviews, he did over 500 interviews and he says repeatedly Over and over, he heard from many people, including teachers, that this was the one student that they worried that they worried about because he was, quote, acting like a shooter and even dressing like a shooter. And no one did anything. Nobody did a thing about it. Just like in Parkland, the FBI had visited that guy 
uh, that kid shooter 27 times. Let's get into some of the details. I reported last night that there were reports from somebody inside law enforcement that they never checked the door. Never checked the door. Let that sink in for a minute. I want to play a clip. This is the Texas uh, Department of Public Service chief. And uh, um, what he had to say, there's lots of clips out there, but we feel like, in, you know, we've got a, so many topics to get to tonight. I feel like this is the one that really kind of summarizes the entire complete failure that left 19 children dead unnecessarily. And yet you want to come and get my guns? That and, and you know what? Gun, gun control really isn't even the thing for me tonight. It's the fact that these children, not only, the, the, not only did they die, but they were tortured by the fecklessness and the cowardice of all these cops out in the hallway who've done everything that they could in addition to being cowardly and letting children die. They heard, that, they heard those shots. They heard those children dying. They knew the children were on the phone with 911. Children were bleeding out. They knew it all. On top of their cowardice, they've been launching a cover-up and they've been revealed tonight. Skins, if you can please play clip six. However, we do know this. There's compelling evidence that the law enforcement response to the attack at Robb Elementary was an abject failure and antithetical to everything we've learned over the last two decades since the Columbine massacre. Three minutes after the subject entered the West Building, There was sufficient number of armed officers wearing body armor to isolate, distract, and neutralize the subject. The only thing stopping a hallway of dedicated officers from entering room 111 and 112 was the on-scene commander, who decided to place the lives of officers before the lives of children. The officers had weapons. The children had none. The officers had body armor. The children had none. The officers had training. The subject had none. One error, 14 minutes and 8 seconds. That's how long the children waited and the teachers waited in rooms 111 to be rescued. And while they waited, the on-seat commander waited for a radio and rifles. Then he waited for shields. Then he waited for SWAT. Lastly, he waited for a key that was never needed. The post-Columbine doctrine is clear and compelling and unambiguous. Stop the killing, stop the dying. You can't do the former unless you do, you can't do the latter unless you do the former. One hour. We now know the exact time frame. Three minutes after he entered that room, there was enough in the hallway to get inside and kill him. And they didn't even try the door. There's text messages out there of cops trying to saying, there's children in there. We got to go in. And you know what? I don't. Here's the only thing that I quibble here on this is that I don't put it all on the commander. Because when you've got however many, 14, 13, 12 of them that are in the hallway and you've got a commander telling them to stand out and you can hear children being murdered in another room, that's when you tell them, you tell that that officer commander, get out of the way, man. There's children in there. Get out of the way. 
So there's not a one of them, in my opinion, that gets a pass from me tonight. Yeah, you know what? They could have done their jobs and then dealt with whatever rep- repercussions up the chain of command later. Exactly. They were all they were all cowardly. Every one of them. In that moment, whether they were scared of going in and facing a bullet or whether they were scared of losing their job, they cared more about their own butts and their own skin than they did those children, which means this the response was not just an abject failure. In my mind, they were complicit. They aided and abetted the mass murderer. And quite frankly, they should all face criminal charges. Maybe then we might actually have some law enforcement doing their jobs. The solution is not gun control. What's the point of even having law enforcement? The point of the police is that they're supposed to go there and protect us against bad guys, right? And they didn't do their job. So don't tell me that the solution is not to have teachers and other school officials that are armed. We don't have a police department that's doing anything across this country. How many more times do we have to hear this? An hour, 14 minutes and eight seconds. Three minutes. We don't even know that he killed kids in the first three minutes. We don't know. It's possible that not one child needed to die. Not one. Meanwhile, the parents outside were held down on the ground and physically restrained. And it finally took the Border Patrol actually to go in. I'm grateful tonight that this Texas DPS chief had the guts to say what nobody else is saying down there, including John Cornyn, the Republican who got booed at the Republican state convention because he immediately, as well as others like Susan Collins, immediately joined in and jumped in, jumped on the bandwagon of exploiting these children's deaths for power, for votes, to take our rights away from us. They didn't care about these kids. This country, and I never in my life would have thought that we'd be at a place in this country, Skins, to where multiple times now across the country, we've got people who, who's taken oath, are given a gun and bullets. Their job is to protect people and, and to risk their lives, and they're not willing to do it. I never thought in my life I, I would see this lack of manhood in our law enforcement. Well, especially in Texas. You hear, oh, you know, they do it right in Texas, yeah. not here. Well, this is, this is a, a bad sign to me. This is just a part of the cultural decline we've got going on in this country. There's not a man alive in this country that shouldn't have been willing to go in there Armored or not, which, by the way, there's actually pictures going around that shows that they did have armor on, by the way. You know, the left has been pushing to attack manhood in this country. Oh, toxic masculinity. Look at this person mansplaining. Look at the manspreading going on with this guy who's got his legs spread open on the subway, right? I mean, you know, all these pictures of, you know, all this androgynous stuff going on and all this genderless stuff. You know, if if part of that is about attacking our culture and, and reducing men down to nothing, Well, those men, those cops in that hallway are shriveled up eunuchs who should be in jail right now. They certainly shouldn't have a badge or a job. They should be stripped of every one of it because you know what? They don't have any manhood. I'm past the point of a break. When I come back, we're going to bring in Scott Powell because I think this is a, a, a part of what we need to be discussing with him. He's got a blog post out. He's author of Rediscovering America. His blog post is America's survival requires citizen awareness and concerted action. And he's got four steps for that. What are those? You'll learn about it when we come back. This is the Andrea K show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. 
You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. Where do you think America is on the... uh on the health scale, do you do you feel like we're we're okay? Y'all like with Biden? You think like well, everything's going great, we're going strong, or do you think that like me that we we might be close to we're we're wheezing, if not you know in the death throes here? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Scott Powell joins me now. He's author of Rediscovering America, and I read this morning his his article on Newsmax. America's survival requires citizen awareness concerted action we got to get active don't we scott powell thank you for being back on the andrea k show oh it's a pleasure to be with you absolutely it's time to get out of the bleachers and onto the field well what do you think i mean in this blog post before the break i was talking about uvalde the truth about what went on down there that was revealed that we had they were there within three minutes uh, i i'm not even sure one child would have would have died if these guys had done their jobs and that's to act like men um, we've got a major uh, decline in our culture of what made America the greatest country in the face of the earth. Um, the cultural Marxist movement's been strong. You um, and I see that as an additional factor to the ones you wrote about in here in your article. You talk about record crime, open borders. You even get into China. Do you think they're all equal? Tell us how you see the issues that are going on, mm-hmm. what you think are the priorities before we talk solutions. Well, I think we have to recognize that we are in a uh, a third or a fourth world war. This is an ideological and spiritual war to destroy America. But it is. It's clear. And unfortunately, wars play out. Spiritual battles play out through people and through politics and policies that are pursued. But you can't point to anything that the, that the current administration has done that really is in favor of the American, the majority of the American people. It's almost like it is a government against the people. And there's no corrective to any of it. There's no corrective to the southern border. There's no corrective to our energy shortages. And it's so easy to correct those things. Mm-hmm. Which means this is by design. I mean, they emission it's by design. Exactly. Yeah, whether- we have to wake up that mm-hmm. it is different this time. This is not just an inept government. An inept uh, president, Joe, Joe Biden, is, you know, has mental, uh, you know, mental decline, a, a certain incompetence that we all can see. But he is in, he was installed, mm-hmm. and and there are people behind him. So who are the puppet masters? And we could name, you know, we could name quite a few likely people uh, because they they let us they. Tell us who they are and how they're operating the World Economic Forum. Uh, but it's the Chinese that I think are the most, the biggest concern because. Well, hold on right there. got compromised by the, by the Chinese to the tune of $31 million. Right. Yeah. I, I, that was one of the areas I wanted to focus on because almost every, I'm speaking to a Republican group tomorrow and almost every Republican out there and conservative and even Democrats because we had this, this, uh, amazing, uh, Mayra Flores, uh, former Democrat who just killed it in a special election in Texas being voted in by Democrats. And, you know, and it's, and it's, it typically everybody has a clear understanding about what we just talked about, the border being intentionally um, made wide open, the war on energy, all of that. But what, what most people are not aware of is what you talk about in this article about China. 
and about how they are the world's most sophisticated propaganda machine. And this is something the media is still talking Russia all day long uh, and how Trump colluded with Russia and Trump and, and, and Russia when China is really the one that we need to be focused on. You talk in here about how there are 600 groups that that um, a Newsweek identified 600 groups operating in the U.S. that are in regular touch with and guided by the Chinese com- uh, China's Communist Party. Explain what's going on with these groups. Well, you know, the, the number is, is uh, staggeringly large, uh, and this has been going on for, for many, many years. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, it's on every single level. But I believe the Chinese are the masters of psychological warfare. You know, their, their famous Sun Tzu uh, said that supreme excellence consists of breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. Mm-hmm. He also said all warfare is based on deception. And what we're seeing is classic Chinese approach to war. You know, it is uh, to subdue us without actually fighting. And so we have been in a, they have been waging an ideological, I'll call it a spiritual war too, mm-hmm. uh, to demoralize us. You know, we've been under a demoralization stage for two generations. Mm-hmm. The next general stage is that they bring about a destabilization. We're in, you know, we're in the latter stages of destabilization. And then the final stage is a crisis stage. And uh, if, if, I, if we don't think that, that uh, fraudulent elections uh, isn't a crisis, I don't know mm-hmm. what is. Right. You know, we are a system that is based on the, the legitimacy of our country is based on the consent of the people, the people's voice. We are a bottoms-up country. We are a country of the people, by the people, and for the people. So the government's legitimacy is determined by the people. But if the people's voice is compromised or blocked from, uh, because the elections are stolen, mm-hmm. we have an illegitimate government. Right, we do, and that's why this Jan Six thing is going on. They they did that. This this is about covering up the truth of what happened with the election fraud and trying to criminalize anybody who dares to speak out against it, so that they could persecute and prosecute them. And in the meantime, uh, you know, trying to make seventy five million MAGA voters or anybody who questions the outcome of an election to be considered the enemy. Meanwhile, your article talks about. Um, you know, there when it comes to students that these groups and the infiltration of China um, involves universities, think tanks, social and cultural groups, Chinese language media, something called WeChat, which I hadn't even heard of before, Chinese social media and messaging app. And how there are 375,000 mainland Chinese students. They are by far, according to your article, the largest nationally studying at American colleges. Uh, the largest nationality studying at Amer- American colleges and uh, universities. And um, uh, Mike Pompeo actually said, Americans must know how the Chinese Communist Party is poisoning the well of our higher education institutions for its own ends and how those actions degrade our freedoms and American national security. And then he said, if we don't educate ourselves uh, about what's taking place, we're going to be schooled by Beijing. Well, we're being schooled by Beijing, you say. Yeah, we're, we? we're beyond being schooled by Beijing. Beijing. We're, be, we're, we're being taken over. And, and uh, it's, it's high time that Americans just woke up to, that we are under attack and that we have to change the way we think and the way we act. And the first place that we can make a difference is in the upcoming elections. We've got to mobilize people to we we have to wake people up as a bottoms up kind of country each one of us has a responsibility 
to reach out to family and friends that may not understand and attempt to wake them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think many people will not acknowledge that they're that they're confused and disheartened, but I think there are an awful lot of people that just cannot make sense of what's going on in our country. And they, when the light goes off in their head, when it's explained to them of what's been going on and why it's been going on, uh, I think we're going to, we could have a very large voter turnout in November, but we have to be on guard that there's going to be probably false flag incidents And you know what a false flag incident is? It's, it's the creation of a crisis mm-hmm. to prevent uh, the real issue from being dealt with. So I would expect that we might have events happen that would, that would be designed to uh, discourage people from voting, even, even to call the election off, to delay it, mm-hmm. to change it. I mean, that's what happened with COVID. COVID was right. the ideal mechanism to, you know, to enlarge by manyfold the mail-in uh, ballots and the, and, and the ballot harvesting process. And we know damn well what happened. We all went, you know, we looked at the voting results. I'm on the East Coast, you're on the West Coast. But by, you know, by about 11 o'clock, uh, Trump was ahead in all these states, right. all, all the swing states, and in some states by a wide margin. And in, 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 you know, Pennsylvania, I think, was nearly 400,000 votes. In Michigan, it was you know, 150,000 in Wisconsin was a little closer at about 100,000. But these were significant margins. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and we, we don't and have enough voting was, you know, it's never happened in the history of elections where all the states did the same thing at the same time. Right. I mean, because it was obvious to anybody run by the state separately. Right. But they all stopped counting at the same time. And sent their people home. And meanwhile, then yeah. we saw videos of how they pulled out ballots from under the tables, right? Remember? Yeah. In fact, it, we don't have, to, unfortunately, we don't have time to get into all the different d- details of the different ways in which the election was fraudulent from was stopping counting the votes, the mail-in ballots, the absentee, the state, uh, you know, um, courts uh, all did it. Um, but, you know, if, if we spend too much time on that right now, people will start to dis- right. be discouraged from going to vote. And we need people no, to I get agree. out to vote. No, but we we, what we need focused. to do, right, yes. we're, and we're, by the way, we're talking to Scott Powell, author of the book Rediscovering America. So we've got to start educating people. We've got to get over the hump of Americans um, not believing that we would actually have a government that's against the United States of America. People don't want to believe that. We've got to get them to understand there's nothing happening that is, that is not in, that is, everything happening is intentional. None of it is Putin's fault. So that's number one. Number two, got to get out to vote. What's three and four? Um, well, three and, well, three and four is being, uh, being very aware not being distracted, not being yes. discouraged, not changing your determination mm-hmm. to get to the polls and vote, to insist. If, if the authorities say, well, we really can't hold the election, we have to have a turnout of people says, no, this is the very time we have to have an election. We have to, res- we have, to ha- have the people's voice in America heard. Yes, and we... we I- 
Yeah, and I and I like that your last point was is that we've got we have a duty to make sure and I'm reading from your article that patriots volunteer in large numbers to serve in every election polling place and vote counting site to guarantee full transparency and the prevention of electoral irregularities. We don't have the the left is active. They have foot soldiers 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to push um, their agenda, and that includes their ground game for voting. They're already planning their post Roe v. Wade ground game, so we've got to stop sitting back and letting and counting on everybody else to do our job. Wrap us up, Scott Powell. Final thoughts here: thirty seconds. Well, it it it, it you know we're we're living in exciting times. I mean, we 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 need to recognize that these, this is the time of awakening in our country. Mm-hmm. We've actually had deception going on for decades. And it's really come to a point where we, uh, where where our our country is really being threatened from within. Mm-hmm. But we're all waking up to it now. And as we wake up, we, it empowers us. It empowers us to take responsibility, to do things that we otherwise might not have thought to do. But now is the time where we have to act, mm-hmm. uh, and and. Recognize that a great awakening means a better future, mm-hmm. a spiritual awakening. A lot of our problems are because we've, we've walked away from God. This is the environment where the harvest can be very great, where people can recognize that the reason for our problems today is that we have walked away from God. Well, we and we and we bring yeah. God back into the American life. Right. The and cultural ev- everything yeah. will change. Yes. Abs- for the better. Yes. The culture. Yes. The cultural Marxist movement has done a good job of replacing God with state and removing it. Scott Powell, your book. It, it, it's a surrogate religion. Really. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> Thank yep. you so much, a, Scott. I, I, we need to have you back more often because when well, I have you on, that, but, yes. But remind your, your your readers that the book has been a bestseller uh, for eight straight weeks, number one new release in the history category, and it is a wonderful short book that uh, tells you the story behind America that will save our future. It's just it's it's a great read for it for everyone. Awesome. Well, Scott Powell, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. God bless. And y'all stay tuned. Thank you. We got more Andrea K. Show on its way. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We still don't know the name of the leaker for the draft opinion regarding Roe v. Wade. We know that Merrick Garland could be arresting the people that are protesting outside of Kavanaugh's home, continuing to do so. In, in a blatant, disgusting attempt to intimidate and to obstruct justice. But anyway, they're just they're they're just peacefully protesting. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, we know that the left already has their plan. Should Roe v. Wade be overturned? What we don't know is really what's taking SCOTUS so long and doing their job and putting out the opinion. But what you guys may not know is that you have a chance here in the state of California tomorrow to march for life and do your part. In this last segment with Scott Powell, we were talking about how we need to get active as citizens. And this is one way you can you can do it is participate in tomorrow's March for Life here in California. And joining me now to discuss and share with you all the details, everything you need to know, is Jonathan Keller, president of the California Family Council. And he joins me now. Hi, Mr. Keller. Thank you for being here tonight. Hey, Andrea. I'm so happy to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for what you're doing and your participation with the um, March for Life tomorrow. Tell everybody about it. You guys have partnered with um, Live Action? 
Oh, yeah. This is going to be the second annual March for Life, and it is even bigger and better than last year. Uh, so far this year, we have, I think, eight different speakers from across the country. But there's, I think, close to 20 different partner organizations mm. working this. Uh, we have live action and our wonderful friend Lila Rose will be mm-hmm. speaking. Uh, also, David Delighton from the Center for Medical <gasps> Progress, mm. uh, one of the most you know pro-life heroes of the last six or seven years. Mm-hmm. I did those amazing undercover expose videos from Planned Parenthood. Uh, we also have Dr. Haywood Robinson, who works with 40 Days for Life. Uh, he's a medical doctor, going to be talking about things from a scientific point of view. And also, as you might imagine, being there at the Capitol, we have a huge array of legislators who are going to be coming out and showing their support as well. Well, I just love, love, love this so much. I particularly love your lineup because it just covers everything from Lila Rose. And, and uh, boy, is she just has she been at the forefront? And, and if you even if you don't like Twitter, just to follow her is a reason to be on Twitter and what she is, is doing with her organization, and what she has done on behalf of babies. And David Delighton, I think he's facing I don't know how many felony counts now. Um, he's facing felonies when Planned Parenthood was caught in the act on video perpetrating crimes you're not supposed to sell off baby parts like they're like their cars so you're covering you're covering that and you're covering somebody who is a former abortionist and getting to the science of it basically what you guys are, are sharing tomorrow with your speakers is everything that these pro-abortionists don't want the the public to know is this going to be broadcast are y'all going to be streaming this Well, yes and no. So basically, we were originally planning on live streaming this event on Facebook. But uh, Mm. surprise, surprise, as I'm sure many of your listeners have seen, there is a real uptick in aggressive pro-abortion violence that has been happening across the country. Um, So far, almost four dozen attacks, whether it's pregnancy resource centers or churches or uh, even other organizations like my own, my counterparts in Wisconsin, their office was firebombed. And as a result, we talked with law enforcement. They said, look, please videotape everything. We want you to document. We want you to release the video. But they suggested maybe don't actually live stream. We don't want to, uh, we don't want to provide an incentive or an opportunity for our friends on the other side to uh, incite anything or disrupt anything. So the video will be available, but it's probably going to come out a little bit later Wednesday or early Thursday. So if you can't make it up to Sacramento tomorrow, if you can't be here at 11 a.m. on the west steps of the Capitol, I encourage everybody just go to our website, CaliforniaFamily.org, click on the big March for Life button, and make sure that you sign up. You will get all the details about the event. You'll find out ways you can take action. And then when that video is published, you'll be able to listen to every one of those speakers in uh, high, high def resolution. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we need to do because it's a shame that their acts of violence are working. It's meant to suppress speech. It's meant to uh, strike fear and to intimidate. And unfortunately, you have to take measures to protect everybody who's going to be there tomorrow. But that doesn't mean that we can't still get the word out. And everybody listening, uh, the website is ca.marchforlife, and that's F-O-R, not the number four, California, ca.marchforlife.org. Listen to these amazing speakers. Um, and uh, then you can share it too, because you're the, they're going to have all the video up there. And it, of course, if you're anywhere in the area, we want you to go in person, all right? Right, and, and we want you to go and use your voices, and we want you to go with picket signs, and we want you to go and be peaceful. But we want right. them to know that we stand for children in this country, and we actually understand what science means. That it is not her body. 
it is another life that deserves right. to be protected. And life begins at conception. Um, final thoughts before we let you go, Jonathan Keller? Well, first off, I just want to thank you for bringing attention to this. I mean, we saw this morning, uh, it, it feels kind of like Groundhog Day. Every day I get up and I watch the Supreme Court website waiting to see if they're going to finally release <laughs> that decision in the Dobbs case. Um, but we know that one way or the other, that decision is coming out likely uh, likely by the end of next week, maybe even as early as Thursday. But it's going to be out, I think, by the end of June. Yes. And this is going to be a huge opportunity for every pro-lifer across the country. Yes, even here in California, our work is not done when Roe v. Wade is overturned. And in fact, in a lot of ways, our work is just beginning. We have a huge opportunity in front of us. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for being here. God bless you and uh, much success for you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. You too. All right, now stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and we got more when we come back. We've got some shocking news out of Ukraine, but it may not be so shocking if you've actually been paying attention to kind of the truth about Zelensky and what's going over there instead of the hype happening in the legacy media. We're going to tell you all about it when we come back. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. You know what Skins and I were talking about during the break? We been, we kind of I kind of forgot all about our twenty four hour hotline. I've been forgetting to tell you guys about it. Remind you about it. Open twenty four hours a day. Anything you want to share about? It's eight four four eight one four five two two seven. Anything uh, that you want to say? Anything? Except for please for Starbucks gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> and Skins doesn't want you to say anything negative about Top Gun Maverick. Net, nothing. Now, next hour, we've got the... But let uh, me know how many times, you, times you've seen it. I, okay. I doubt you can beat me. Yeah. Um, or if you've got a criticism of it, because I haven't really heard any... Not, the, not the, any the legit... One, real quickly, the one negative thing I've heard, and I've heard it twice... It's a okay. it's a military recruitment video. Okay. Well, we were now now you're going to lose out on talking about it next hour if we keep I'll talking about. Okay. Yeah. Because we actually have uh, the go woke don't go go. What is it? Go woke go broke yep, segment next hour. Or as Trump would say, everything woke turns to beep. <laughs> My favorite. Okay. Um, on Ukraine, you were right again. We were right here on the show. Yeah. I was like, why? What's going on with Ukraine? I'm like, why are we suddenly? I'm like, this is the new COVID. All of a sudden, you had in unison legacy media everywhere, even some conservatives, all the same talking points, all in unison, the same exact tactics. It, it was like almost word for word, just replace COVID with Ukraine, right? And it was just such a manipulative attempt that you could just, to me, it was just obvious, right? Um, it was Amber Heard, you know, giving her testimony. And I said, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't believe in this Zelensky guy. I didn't like his address to Congress. And when you've got Democrats and Republicans all applauding this plea to the American people, when we've got an, a, a, it, one of the reasons why it was so blatantly obvious is that, you know, we're talking about a, com- a country that's blatantly corrupt, that was in bed with the Bidens and uh, participated in colluding against the president of the United States when he was trying to expose it, right? Um, but also the fact that if you know that this is a corrupt country, if you know that what's going on over there, and if you were paying attention to the, some of the people in the parliament over there doing videos, uh, one of them said, we are fighting for the new world order. You cannot look at the Biden administration and understand how they're trying to destroy this country from a constitutional republic to a Marxist state 
and have them be be arm in arm with Ukraine and think Ukraine is about democracy and about freedom. And now we have some more proof. If you were still buying into it, uh, Ukrainian authorities, i.e. Zelensky, has banned the country's main opposition party and seized all its assets. Once again, this is according to Zero Hedge. They put out this article. They're reporting this. Once again, undermining the narrative that President Zelensky is presiding over a beacon of democracy. The country's Ministry of Justice announced the move via Facebook. How they got to be? I thought this was a war going on over there. No, Merrick Garland's there today. I mean, we've got celebs over there. Um, anyway, they revealed the, uh, that they, um, the opposition platform for life opposition party has been shut down and its assets money and property transferred to the state uh, they are using the excuse that it was being complicit with russian and be russia and being anti-ukrainian this is the last um according to this article the party was suspected of acting to quote undermine the sovereignty of ukraine with authorities already having banned 10 other political opposition parties for the same reason Sounds like very similar talk to what the uh, leftists are talking about MAGA over here. Exactly. Throw in, throw in and, and you know what else they have in common? Persecuting and prosecuting Americans here for exercising their right out on the streets, speaking out against an election. Americans thrown into a gulag, right? That's the same kind of thing that's kind of happening over there. Um, last month, Zelensky signed a bill into law that gave the green light to ban any party that challenged the government's policy on the Russian invasion in empowering courts to seize assets without the right to appeal. Is this your idea of freedom? Is this your idea of democracy? I'm going to now speak to the conservatives who have large platforms who've been hawking the Ukraine war from day one. You don't have any credibility left when this is who you're backing. This is who you're backing. Not saying Putin's a good guy, but Zelensky ain't a good guy either. This is, we have no business being involved here. We certainly shouldn't be spending billions and billions of dollars over there. Ukraine is also attempting to extradite and imprison citizens who live in other European countries if they criticize Zelensky. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zero Hedge wraps it up perfectly. Meanwhile, President Zelensky is still being hailed by Western legacy media outlets and some conservatives as a valiant defender of democracy in contrast to the brutal autocratic dictators who control Russia. This is a move. Zelensky's move here is something that Putin would envy, right? Putin's got to be looking at this dude going, you know, if, if this dude took a shirt off and, got, and went horseback without a shirt, man, he, he, he's the new me. He's me 20 years ago, right? And Merrick Garland's over there today. I don't think we have time to play this clip. I don't want to hear from him anyway. He's over there today giving a speech saying he's there to discover, to discuss efforts to prosecute war crimes. Are we working with Zelensky to prosecute their citizens that left there and are criticizing Ukraine? Makes you wonder. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. It's hour two on its way. A lot of economic news to share with you guys and more. What is the biggest tech company that's going broke? We're going to share that with you. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.